Welcome to Mentor Moment, brought to you by the Institute for Women, Wellness, and Workforce and Ursuline College. So today we have the opportunity to speak with Jana Rossman from Swagelock. Welcome, Jana. Thanks, Denise. So Jana, tell everybody a little bit about what you do at Swagelock. Sure. So I am the market manager for innovations, and I focus on industry 4.0, or the Internet of Things, and additive manufacturing, which is 3D printing and metal. Wow. Wow. So a lot of, lot of other women in your role there at Swagelock in that capacity? Not many. Not many. Not many. Okay. All right. So it's uh, uh, great to be a woman in manufacturing, and uh, so we're glad to have you here to share with us your experiences as a leader in the organization. So I want to ask you a few questions because um, what we're trying to do is get a lot of feedback from people about different ideas and ways in which they're leading in their organizations. So you ready to go? Let's go. All right. All right. So my first question, Jana, is when you think about leadership traits, which leadership trait do you think is the most underestimated or the least thought about or talked about that you think it's really important? And then how do you use that trait in your own leadership and work? So when I think about that, the first thing that comes to mind is empathy. And empathy is a required skill for traditional leadership. Um, but I don't feel that it's talked about as much. You know, but empathy is really critical in every aspect um, of what we do as leaders and as people. You're trying to put yourselves in other people's shoes and see where they come from. It comes into play with negotiations and how other people are making decisions. And if you don't understand where they're coming from, or in my case, sometimes interpreting data, then how are you ever going to come to a resolution? I think it also comes into play when it comes, when you talk about coaching and and supporting people. Uh, if you can't make a connection with people, how are they going to be able to, to trust you and let you lead them? So I think all of those aspects um, have to do with, you know, the empathy and really something that I don't think is talked about enough. So can you give me an example of, you know, I think you're right about empathy. Can you Tell me an example of where, you know, being an empathetic leader to, to exhibit those traits of empathy has really helped you in the recent weeks or in your career. Well, I have to say, you know, going through COVID, I think empathy has, has come out in a number of leaders um, and people that even I didn't think were empathetic. <laughs> um, you sit here and even six months ago, if we were working from home and your dog barked, you know, people would look at you funny. Now your kids or your animals or anything comes running across your screen. You know, we see cats walking across across the screen and nobody says anything anymore because we all understand what you're going through and it doesn't matter what it is. So I think that's the biggest thing lately that I've seen. Yeah, it's really, we're, we're, we've all been there. We're all in this together. All of us have had some, some kind of crazy thing like that happen, right? And so we're saying, right. ignore, ignore that stuff that doesn't matter, right? Right. That's awesome. So I happen to know that you're a mom. I know that you're the mom of two kids. Tell me a little bit about being a mom. Oh, it, I, I love it. I love my children. This has been a long time together. <laughs> We are during this COVID period, that's for sure. 
Yes. So, you know, how are you doing with that? How are you dealing with being a mom and being a leader, working full time, having the kids, you know, in school? What are you doing? Yeah, at, at home and in school. Um, yeah, I, excuse me. Let me say at home and in school. Yes. Um, it really is just a juggling act. Um, the way that I have been able to manage this is, and I know people call me crazy, is I wake up and I am on my computer at 4.30 in the morning and I work for a good three hours before anyone in my household really is, is up. Um, I'm very lucky to have a spouse that will make sure my children are awake and, and ready for school so that I can get three uninterrupted hours of work done. Um, because if the rest of the day doesn't go as planned, at least I got those three hours in. Um, but the most part is I get up, I work those three hours, I take a break and I have breakfast with my kids and I make sure that they're ready for school and I send them off to school. Um, and then I work um, and I work till about 11.30, I take another break and we have lunch together and we go for a family walk or play outside and I do something you know, with my children um, and I step away from the computer. But it's not just about balancing work and my children. Um, it took a little while, but I had to realize that I needed to take time for me and I needed to take care of myself um, and I love my children and I love my career um, and I love what I do but I learned that if I don't take care of me, everything else will fall apart. So whether that is I go for a walk at night or talk to a friend or sit by the campfire with my husband and just relax or get some me time to rejuvenate, um, I, I have to be able to do that as yeah. well. You know, it's interesting, as you were talking, I was thinking about what we teach on energy management for leaders. And if you don't take some me time, if you don't take some time to play in the day, if you don't eat your meals, you know, so in some ways, being with your children is forcing some, you know, breaks, but then also saying, I need some breaks that are just for me as well. That's a really great way to actually pull your energy together. So you really have to be intentional. Exactly. Yeah. And it took a long time to figure that out. Yeah. This is something that you know, trial and error. Well, and I think during this period of time, things change every day. You don't know from one day to the next how it's really going to work and you just have to be ready to pivot, right? Right, right. All right, so let's, let's uh, take a reflection moment here. So I want you to think a minute uh, about advice that you might give someone who's just starting her career. What would you tell them, you know, if you had, you know, a few words of wisdom, what would they be? So I think that if I was talking to somebody who was just starting out in their career, I probably have three pieces of advice. The first one um, was a piece of advice that was given to me by my cousin. When I first started out, really even before I officially started my job, um, he said to me, take 15% of your salary and put it away into savings. Put it into your 401k because when you get your check, you're never going to know it's gone and do that for as long as you possibly can. And when you need to, you drop it down, but at least you started and it will grow with you. And I think that that's a great piece of, of advice that 
um, I would continue to, to give to a younger generation. Um, the next is, I think I would tell you to travel and experience as much as you can when you are younger. Um, I was very fortunate to have a job that allowed me to travel around the world and experience some incredible, um, incredible um, opportunities, whether it was you know, going to the tallest building at the time in Taiwan or riding a camel in, is in Israel um, or even, you know, going to Beijing to see the Olympic, um, Olympic Stadium, uh, Olympic Park, take the opportunities, travel and experience. And then the last one I think would be more career advice that I would give. Um, women don't do this as often and I want to make sure that that they know, a younger generation knows, to stand up for, for yourself. So if you are going out for a job or there is something that you, you want, speak up. Um, if you believe that you, if there is a job out there that you are qualified for, go for it. Even if you don't have every single line item on that job description, go for it. You know, and when you do get it, stand up and say, I deserve more money or I deserve the title for that job. Um, don't let anyone hold you back. Excellent advice. Excellent advice. Well, I have to tell you, we really appreciate you being a part of this uh, mentor moment and being a part of the Institute and all of the support you provide to Ursuline College. You continue to find ways to give back even in this period of COVID. We hope all of the folks who are tuning in will get some uh, tips that might be helpful to them and to share those tips with others. So thank you very much on behalf of Ursuline College and the Women's Institute and Wellness Workforce and Women. We appreciate everything you've said today and shared. We'll talk thank to you. you.